I'm telling you, this is a Sunday talk. It feels forever that I'm not recording a Sunday talk, but the sun is shining. I just took a shower. I'm going to go for hiking, but before, we're going to have a podcast. So happy Valentine's Day as well. If you are from this side of the world that we celebrate Valentine's Day on 14 of February, actually one week before my birthday, which is amazing because then if I would have presents, think that I probably don't have it. I will have double presents for Valentine's Day and then for my birthday, but this is not gonna happen. And today we're not gonna talk about Valentine's Day, even though I would love to, but I was thinking the last days, what is the purpose of my life or the purpose of life in general? And then I I was in the car with Yoni. Hello, Yoni. <laughs> but I was in the car with Yoni and we were like driving home and we start thinking, you know what? I think I've done the best things in my life when I'm sad, actually. And I don't even think that sadness is such a bad thing. I think we tend to like uh, associate sadness with bad feelings and happiness with good feelings. But I think this is like goes kinda, uh, it's black and white. It doesn't really work like that. I, I don't really associate sadness with a bad feeling. Imagine that um, you are in a like really bad relationship or you are in a really bad apartment. Okay, let's not talk about relationships today. You are in a really bad apartment, but you had so many great memories in that apartment. And now you leave and you're gonna go to another city and you feel kind of some sort of sadness because you are not moving away. But then you feel happiness because you are moving to something better. You, you might feel even do both at the same time and it doesn't, mean that one is like stronger than another one you know sadness is a feeling and happiness is also a feeling and i don't necessarily connect them to negative or positive emotions which is a bit complicated to explain but i hope you kind of get my point that i don't think like happiness is straight leads you straight to a positive feeling and sadness leads you straight to a negative feeling. You know what I mean? You might feel happy about something that like later on it ends up being uh, not a fake happiness, but ends up leading you towards a bad decision or a bad moment in your life. And you might be sad and that sadness leads you towards something positive. But I think here it is also because we are not like constant. So like, um, if you are the happiest and I don't think that you can be happier than that so you need to get a bit like less happy but okay <laughs> this is being a bit like messy but I think you, you, you get what I really want to explain and then um, I was like reading this text that uh, most of us has as the purpose of life being happy uh, we all go through pain and hardship and the ultimate goal is to achieve happiness. You are handling a toxic relationship uh, because you want you you hope that you're gonna be happy one day and this person's gonna change. It's not gonna change. Get away. <laughs> Sorry, but for example, you are in, like in a really bad job because you want to pay your bills and having a stable life is maybe the ultimate goal to reach happiness in your perspective. You know. Um, and I guess I'm not like I'm not the only person that believe in the fact that if you look around me or around us, most of people are pursuing happiness in their lives. 
that's what we uh, collectively uh, buy things that we don't need we go to bed with people that we don't love and we try to work hard to get approval of people that we don't even like why do we do those things and to be honest i'm not a scientist and i don't think there is a reason for this all i know is like something to do with history cultural media economy i'm sorry my uh, alarm just started beeping but um all i know is that there is something to do with history culture media economy psychology, politics, uh, the information area, and the list is endless. But the pursuit of all the actions in these different fields is always, or I can feel that it's always to reach happiness. And we are who we are. And this is the thing that we must accept. Uh, most people, I'm one of them, I love to analyze why people are not happy or don't live fulfill, fulfilling lives. And at some point, I necessarily stop caring about why. I care much more how we can change this. Um, and at uh, the end of the day, we are like lying in our beds alone or next to someone and we think what is like the next in this endless pursuit of happiness because i don't think there is such a thing like the happiest that you can get okay you might feel that you are the happiest but something always could make you happier than you are in that moment so happiness is some endless thing that we are trying to achieve and why are we trying to achieve something that is endless it's the same that you are trying to um, determine when the numbers end, but the numbers are infinite. Um, and I understood one thing. Why, instead of achieving happiness, we don't try to achieve usefulness? And <laughs> it comes down to this, like, what are we doing that's making a difference, you know? Uh, not like being happy but being useful or rather than you ask if this person okay I don't like to talk about people being useful or not this sounds kind of like shady and capitalist like are people useful no but imagine uh, if you are buying something it really makes a difference at your place or just makes you happy to have the power of buying something that you don't even need to put at your home and maybe not gonna use it forever and during the week, I started doing like few things uh, and I started trying to understand if those things will make me uh, more fulfilled. So I started helping my boss with something that is not my responsibility, you know, and some things that are really like basic, bring chocolates to work or bring the coffee to the table, bring the water, bring the water, <laughs> bring the water. I start texting my friends um, and my family uh, random things like hey have a good day I probably I probably don't have time to talk to you all day but have a good day and remember that like you are doing amazing stuff and you inspire me every day and if I see someone in the street or someone sitting down and I really love their style I'm gonna go hey like I really love your style I just want to let you know this you know um, and 
I start writing an article about stuff that I've been learning in life. I know that I'm 20 years old and this sounds dramatic, but it's really helped me to realize what kind of moments I had in my life that I never realized that they were there, but they make me happy, you know? But I always, for example, I will get a um, birthday and I will tell why I didn't get this present or this one or this one. But when I start writing down all the moments that I had in life and how my parents make me happy, how my parents uh, spend money in things that they probably don't approve, but just for my happiness, you know, I start, I started realizing that I was, I had much more to be grateful for that I'm actually being grateful now. Uh, then I start actually uh, imagining me pregnant, which is super weird, but I want to tell you here that one of my biggest dreams is actually to be a mom. So I would love to be uh, a mom like early in life, not too late. Um, I, I actually bought a new mirror and the reason why I bought a new mirror is because I think that it comes some sort of self-confidence when I can look properly to me. <laughs> and this sounds a bit uh, narcissist, I don't know, but I understood that uh, all the time that I look at me and I feel pretty, I perform better in life. And either this is uh, false or true or I don't know. But I just feel much more confident and much more attractive to approach people if I feel good with myself. So I bought a bigger mirror and I'm selling an, this mirror. So if you want to buy my mirror, please, it's selling for five euros, you know. And, and big news, big, big news. I decided that it's finally time to start my own business. Yeah, this is happening. I'm starting my own business and I will share about it later. But I understood uh, that I had a bunch of privilege while I was growing up. Even being a black woman, I was growing up in Portugal, I had amazing parents, I, my parents had good jobs, my parents could have four things for me. Then I started thinking why I was maybe, I'm the second or third woman in my family going to the university and I'm the first woman graduating before um, they're 25 years old. So I'm basically the youngest person graduating in my family. And I would like to point out that I have around 50 cousins, 40, 50 cousins. I, my family is huge. So being the first one uh, in 2021 graduating from uni with less than 25 years old made me realize that my family is much behind uh, me uh, than what I would like them to be. So I decided that I want to create some startup with technology and education together. And we're going to have a podcast talking about it. But for now, I just want to tell you that I've been feeling that we can do things and change with small stuff. And I don't need to be Elon Musk or Bill Gates or Steve Jobs to make some sort of change. But, you know, the point that I want to get here is when I stop thinking of happiness, you know, and being useful, delivering, delivering value to the society, it starts being more realistic where I want to go and which things I want to do in order to achieve that. So 
that's just some stuff I would like to share with you. You can make up your own useful. I'm I'm like uh, giving this useful title. I don't know if it's the best, but I think it's like valuable could be better to say this. And as you see, it's like nothing big, but when we do these like valuable things in everyday life, we get so much more um, rewardness or a sense of reward than if you would only look what when I'm gonna buy this house that's gonna make me happy and make me stable and have a social uh, life or whatever. Um, and yeah, they were extremely bright people who would never really do anything, will never add much to society, would leave no legacy behind. I found this terribly sad in the way that wasted potential is always sad. I was reading this book uh, outliers and I truly recommend to everybody to read this book but I remember one episode where uh, they were analyzing uh, people's uh, um, in, uh, intelligence I don't know what's going on with my English but they were analyzing people's intel intelligence and they picked the smartest people in the room and they um, studied them throughout their life so they will do this five years checkup to see how people are and there was this smart 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 kid really really smart with this mind out of this world literally and he ended up in this uh, house in the middle of texas if i'm not wrong smoking cigarettes in with tons of books but not doing anything and my point is this kid had so much potential and at some point of his life he stops delivering his value to the society. And when you stop delivering your value to the society, it happens something. So society doesn't deliver anything to you as well. And you end up into this fight against yourself and against society. Why I'm not happy, why I'm not getting this, why I'm not getting this. And, but what are you giving to get all those things that you are asking for? And the advice of this old man in the middle of Texas that could be, I don't know, he could have been something so big. He had an amazing journey, but then he just gets stuck. And I remember that he said, if I would go back in time, I would be more. I would talk more. I would smile more. And I would do more of these small things that will make me happier in the end you know what i mean um it's not about the buying the house or buying a car okay those things are actually really cool i would love to do them but sometimes we have this milestone that is like so far away that we forget that these valuable things in the present are actually the things that make you reach the happiness the fullest happiness of the moment it's not the trip to Bali. The trip to Bali is gonna be amazing, but that's still in the future. But what you're doing now to work towards that point is the things that's gonna make you happy every day that when you get to that trip, you are actually so happy and fulfilled that that trip will make you happier because you've been having this valuable journey 
that you are actually delivering something to the world and to yourself, that the happiness starts being something that you can achieve and not something imaginary that you are like trying to run and trying to get like it's some kind of prize or something. Because happiness should be present like anytime that you want, as well as sadness, as well as all the other feelings in the world. But making feelings the ultimate goal of your life might not be the smartest move that you can make. And yeah, okay, this episode was a bit of my own reflections throughout these two weeks because we didn't do Sunday Talks last weekend, but this podcast was kind of my reflection about what I see as like being happy or rather than say being happy is like being valuable because I think being happy excludes the fact that sadness is actually a good, not a good thing, it's actually available thing and available feeling, but being valuable, it includes the fact that happiness, sadness, excitement, uh, disappointment, all together makes the like life experience valuable. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is the podcast for today, Sunday Talk, and it's out. Now, go listen to the other episodes if you didn't listen to, and this week we are gonna have a special guest on my podcast, finally, and we are gonna talk about masculinity and what is being a real man in today's society. So, stay there, go follow on Tally Podcast, it's a pleasure, and have a good Sunday and a good week. Bye-bye!